Hey there, it's Neil DiBentino here with Business Breakthrough. So glad you can be with us. You know, increasing productivity of your employees sounds like a difficult task, and again, it could be for a lot of businesses. You know, and and you know, things like the pandemic has changed a lot uh, about the way we engage with our staff. Um, today, our guest is an expert in helping companies increase employee productivity. Uh, Clifton Savage is the CEO and founder of Service Leader Society. Uh, Clifton, welcome to the show. So glad to have you. Thank you, Neil. I appreciate it. Well, fantastic. So, um, you know, we had a little chit chat before we got started here. You told me a little bit about you're over in Virginia, near the near the beach, near the ocean. I mean, that's yeah. got to be wonderful this time of year, eh? Yeah, it's getting a little chilly now. It's not like Florida, which is like sunny all, all year round, but sunny on the Yeah, but you know, you it's get not the, the north. <laughs> no snow. You get yet. the colors though, right? You got like beautiful yes. colors and changing in the, like all it's, four seasons, that type of thing. It's happening right now, so this is a perfect time. A lot of people like to go up to uh, Blues. Uh, Blue Line Drive, I think Skyline Drive, up in the Blue uh -huh. Ridge Mountains. Awesome, and, and that sounds great. Changes, so it's pretty cool. Well, fantastic. We're down here in Tennessee. <clears throat> Our um a little bit warmer than you guys, um, you know. So our season, our, our fall season, is is coming to an end. We're we're starting to see the leaves fall on the on the, the ground, and you know we're having to break out the rakes and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. you know, so it's fun for a while, and it's beautiful and everything. But I've I've never been to Virginia in the um, in, in the fall. I would love to be able to do that. Sounds great. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, our, our show is not about geography, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's nice to talk a little bit about it. Um, you 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 uh, are an expert in uh, helping companies to get better productivity from their their uh, employees. Not only you know so that it makes it a better environment for employees, but also so that um, you know it helps to decrease decrease cost uh, of those employees and get more pro and, and and actually make it more profitable for the business. Exactly. And I want to talk about that a little bit. Before I do that, though, I want to find out a little bit more about you. Can you tell, tell our audience a little bit about yourself and, 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 you know, your background, that type of thing? Yeah. Well, I've been in the industry for since 2007. So, um, and I've seen a lot along the ways. Um, obviously, when I first got into it, I wasn't in business for myself. I worked for other companies. I got to see a lot of the good and the bad. Um, of like great leaders, great employees, but also not great leaders, not great employees, not great standards, right? And so there's a lot of inefficiencies. And so um, I'm a troubleshooter by nature. I inherited that from my father. And so um, I thought I was going to go into business processing, troubleshooting systems, you know, but I found out it's actually more troubleshooting the people side of things. And that's the key element to productivity. And like you said, um, the sustainability side of things. So I've been in manufacturing, uh, franchise companies with sales and fitness. Um, I went to school for business administration degree and organizational management degrees. Um, so that's been a lot of information over the years to culminate to the service that I provide now in my business. Fantastic. So let's let's face it. Uh, employees are super important to any business, and you know I, I think sometimes we have a tendency to take our employees for granted to some extent. Uh, we don't give them the proper training. We don't, you know, uh, give them, you know, the maybe the consideration they need, the empathy sometimes when things are you know going wrong in their in their lives, and and they just need somebody to talk to and that type of thing. Uh, I mean, that's all part of it and everything. Uh, but really, uh, you know, something that is just, I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this, but my um, 
my uncle used to train Labrador retrievers. Uh-huh. And he always said this. He said, you don't train the dog, you train the, the dog owner, right? Yes. So in, in, in your job, you're basically, you're training the leader to be a better leader to give their employees, uh, to make them more produ- produ- productive. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. And empowering the employees to be leaders in their own right. You know, you give them some level of authority and autonomy within their jurisdictions, um, what makes sense. But yeah, you're you're trying to multiply that effect across the whole company. Fantastic. So can you give us an idea of what a typical client of yours might look like? So a typical client for me, um, one of the biggest industries that you can imagine that's been struggling more and more, especially after the pandemic, uh, is contracting companies. Uh, you know, blue collar positions are still and only getting harder to fill. Um, it's It's been degrading over time uh, from the workforce, the quality of candidates, the interest from the next generation coming up to do that kind of work versus, you know, sitting in an office like this, um, you know, but there's pros and cons to that. And so we're trying to help kind of filter through that for people um, and, and help them be more productive and attract more like minded employees. What would your process look like in terms of if you're working with a client and they're having difficulties in, in getting or maintaining employees or making just making their you know uh, employees more productive in general? I mean, what what is the process uh, that you go through when you're working with a with a leader or with a, yeah. with a business owner? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we usually come in and we work with the the business owner themselves, or if it's a uh, larger structure, some of the clients you know. 10, 20 million in revenue, you know, you're looking at a, a, a deep organizational chart. So working with the executives of the company uh, and then working down on the director and manager levels as well with those people individually, I always go in fact finding, right? I've got to understand what their symptoms are. They may think it's like the root cause of the problem or the problem, but I can always, I have my systems to help dive deeper. And I ask them why and why. And we look at all these other, uh, you know, almost like roots to a tree, all these other things that can be causing this thing that they see right now that they think is the biggest problem. Um, That's where I always start. Um, That's the first thing we have to do, because if we don't do that, we just do it based off of emotions. Then they've got me running off in the wrong direction, too. And that's not that's not what I get paid for. Right. Well, and, 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 and being a, um, an employer, being a leader can be a very emotional, you know, situation, it is. It, it is, you know, yeah. especially if it's, you know, if you're like a business owner and it's your money that you've invested in your life, yeah. it's your life, you know, it's your livelihood and everything. And you just want everybody to do what they're supposed to do. But, you know, a lot of times yeah. they don't do what they're supposed to do because they don't know what they're supposed to do. Uh, would you, do you find that happens a lot? That's very true. That's, I think, where the most frustration comes from, right? It's one thing if we know the solution and it's just a matter of time, energy, and money. But when we don't know the solution and we feel like we've been throwing everything we can at it, that's that's debilitating. It's demoralizing. And so that's – I definitely come in with an emp- side of empathy with them. Uh, you know, I share them my expertise. I share them what's worked uh, for my companies in the past, for my clients in the past. But I also look at it that, hey, every scenario is different. Every person's different. So we have to look at it holistically. You know, you're absolutely right. I mean, you can have a staff of, you know, two, you can have a staff of 20 or 100. And every single person in that building is going to be a little bit different. I mean, we're all different. And so, yeah, really, there's no cookie cutter approach to, you know, being able to get more productivity out of an employee, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. And there's that's kind of the 
point, right? You have principles that we lean on, but it's not something that we can just force them through a mold because that never works out. It doesn't work for us. It doesn't work for them. And it ends badly. Um, unfortunately, I've never had that happen because I avoid that temptation to just try and push people through an assembly line, essentially. Right, right. And, and in this day and age, it's, um, I think you mentioned this at the very beginning of the podcast, it, it's difficult to find employees to start with. So um, maintaining an employee uh, and keeping that staff on board, I mean, that's key to your success. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So the main three pieces of my business model, my service model, is that we come in, me and my team, I have a team of technical writers and other content people um, that essentially help install the systems that these companies would need. And we focus on one, attracting high quality candidates, but then training and retaining them. But the beauty of having the training in, in there helps with retention, which then helps with attraction. So it, it, they go full circle with each other and they, they benefit from each other. Right. I, I, you know, I've, I've mentioned this a couple times in other podcasts, I believe, but you know, one of the things I've read a while back was that, uh, a lot of the, the primary reason why people actually leave their businesses is not because they're unhappy. It's because they just don't know what to do. They don't feel that the leadership is actually giving them, you know, the kind of training they need. Therefore, they're always kind of looking over their shoulder as to whether or not, you know, they're being scrutinized. Are they doing the right thing? You know, that type of thing. Do you see that happen a lot? Oh yeah, definitely. And I was very blessed when I first got into the workforce. I didn't start college full time. I went to a community college part time and I wanted to get into the workforce. I wanted a full time job, one, because I didn't want to go into debt, but two, because I wanted that hands on experience. I didn't want to wait for, you know, five, six years. And so I was very fortunate to get into a company with Canon Virginia, which is an affiliate of Canon Japan. And their whole methodology is based on the Toyota production system and lean thinking. And so to your point, my biggest piece of that is their motto is Kaizen, which is continual improvement for the betterment of everybody. And so that's how we look at it. We look at you have to train your people to improve them, to make them feel safe, to meet all their needs, right? Financial, security, fulfillment. And and so that model perfectly fits into what I'm trying to do and install in these companies to make the employees feel like they know what to do. They're empowered. They're confident. And they can do it accurately and, and feel good about that. Right. And, and this model uh, can be really used uh, with, with any business, not yeah. necessarily just in, in service, the service industry, not with a large business, but even like a very small, lean, mean type business can utilize that same kind of philosophy and that's, uh, those type of procedures in their business. Is that right? Exactly. It's, it's scalable. Yep. This okay. whole process. And that's when I first started, I was trialing this, trying to make a proof of concept with smaller business owners that they don't have a team. They don't have the money to do all this themselves. Um, and so I came in and showed them a lot of the principles and walked alongside them with some of this stuff to help them grow and add that first employee or add that first manager in their company. Right. That's a big investment. And mm-hmm. if you don't know what you're doing, you can barely keep regular uh, uh, entry level employees. How are you ever going to have a manager that can help manage things so you can get out of your business and be working more in it? So, yes, that was a great first uh, experience. And now we've transitioned more to that executive level uh, corporation. 
Right. And you mentioned at the beginning of our podcast about part of what your concept is, is or, or your, your practices is, um, you know, attracting the right employees, new employees. And if everything is running smoothly and the culture is right, you're going to attract much better employees uh, and they're going to be happier. They're going to stay longer. They're going to be more loyal. Uh, would you agree with that? Oh, 100 percent. I mean, that's I believe that's one of the biggest things that people don't understand. Right. They get into this cycle of, well, we can't attract high quality employees but we don't have the time to build the training or the put in the effort of like benefits and, and incentives and other things to retain them. And so just like in marketing, word of mouth travels good and bad. And so right. if you're like, Hey, look, they're nice people, but they don't help me learn how to do my job. Well, they don't help incentivize me to try and help them grow. Uh, there's no point in me staying when there's competition right down the street that does satisfy all those needs or, you know, goes to the nth degree. So yeah, that's a huge cycle, vicious cycle that people get into when they don't realize that. Now I've heard, in, you know, going along the, uh, with what you're saying there, that sometimes employees or business owners will think like, well, I don't want to overtrain these people because <laughs> they're going to, they're, they're going to become my competition. They're going to leave and, right, and I'm going to train leave. them all this training, going to teach them everything I know. And then they go yep. and they, they're my competition. Do you, do you see that a lot? I do. It's, and then that's kind of the, um, a, you know, fear mentality, a scarcity mentality, right? You can't control people. You can't make them stay no matter what. And I've seen good people leave because of circumstances outside of their control, right? We had the pandemic. We have life changes, people that are here and families in another state and they're getting old and they need to be taken care of. That person goes home with them. Great employee, but you lost them for reasons outside of your control. But what you can control is being prepared to be able to fill in the next person, find a comparable replacement, have that system in place. You got to kind of run into the wind rather than run away from it. And so that's one of the big things that I help them address as well with that mentality. I love that. I actually was talking with somebody, I think it was last week. Uh, he, he was ex-military and his mm -hmm. he, he, he's also a coach. And he was telling me that his philosophy was always train my replacement. Yes. Because it's, especially in the military, somebody is always going to replace you at some point in time. Absolutely. Might be leaving the military. Might be, yeah. So it's always a matter of time. So I think that's a great philosophy. And I think that, you know, uh, business owners, leaders should, you know, really buy into that. And I also think it's re really, um, you know, to me, it's, 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 it's a great thing if I can help somebody else to, you know, excel in their lives to move to the next level because everybody wants you know something out of you know they, they want to yeah <laughs> uh, they might not they, they might want to go home and play video games with their kids maybe but right. you know a lot of us want to like succeed in business and and in life and, and and we want to get to that next level so by helping them to do that then again they're more productive when we're there they they become the trainers they become the people who actually are, are doing the training for us and and uh, it makes our life much easier right Exactly. And it builds upon itself. It compounds in a healthy way once you acknowledge that, agree to it, and actually approach it with that mindset at all times. Well, fantastic. So um, we always ask, you know, our guests to give us maybe some real life examples of some of the stuff that you've been working on. Uh, yeah. Can you, you, you've got a great process. I, I'm buying into everything that you say, you're saying. Uh, can you give us a little bit of maybe an example of some uh, clients that you've worked with and what the, you know, what the procedure was, what problems you ran into when you got there, what solutions you offered them and what the uh, outcome was, was with those clients? Absolutely. I think uh, one of the 
biggest examples that's been very powerful over the just the past recent two years or so, I would have to say is um, helping clients. I'd say one specifically, they had a constant churn in their administration and sales departments. The main issue was they would bring people in that, well, isn't just like, isn't this just any other admin position or isn't just this, this like any other sales position. But the problem wasn't the position and the duties. It was the culture of the company. And it wasn't a fit from the leadership to the frontline workers that are there already that these new employees were having to fit in. And so you can have that sometimes where the, the culture wasn't bad. It's just it wasn't a fit for everybody. And just putting out job postings on Indeed uh, wasn't going to just naturally filter those people through. And you can't necessarily ask those questions in an interview without being long winded of like, hey, do you fit into this culture? Like it doesn't just you can't be that blunt about it. And so utilizing um, personality insight tools, like for me, I'm a big uh, advocate for the disk assessment. Um, there's a lot of other great tools out there. Working Genius is a great tool um, to helping assess somebody's personality style, how they communicate to others and how they receive communication. And once we installed that with this company, it helped give the uh, director over the admin department much more confident in confidence in not only who felt the position th that they would fill the position with their skills, but the personality as well. And to tell the other candidates, Hey, this may not be the best position for you. We don't want you to come into this position and then suffer. This is, this is what we're looking for. This is what we're seeing. Do you agree? And so it wasn't like a pass or fail, but it was a conversation to have with them. And mm -hmm. this one example that using that tool has made a big difference. And it's same thing with the sales company, same thing. Um, finding people that were more on board with the team and the environment that they had there. And it, it just made a world of difference for them. That's outstanding. So, I mean, obviously some of these tools are available um, to pretty much any business, but at the yeah. end of the day, tools like anything, you got to know how to use it, right? Exactly. So, so that's where you come in as a coach. That's where you can work with businesses to, you know, it's, it's like me. I have like, I think one of the best um, uh, production guys on the planet, you know, and yep. I want to have a conversation with him and I ask him, you know, something uh, he goes into great detail because he knows it all. I mean, he can tell me ah, everything yeah. I need to know and then, and then some, and it's the, then some stuff that kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm like, look, I just need to know where the recording yeah, for you. Okay, you down, so, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all this stuff can, it sounds great, but it could be come, come across as being very overwhelming. Uh, so that's yeah. where you come in, where you help coach people through that. Is, is that right? Yes. Yeah. And I'm actually a certified disc profile analyst. So I went through a training program to get certified to not only interpret the profiles themselves, but use those strategies to one, help with recruiting. But then like you're saying, once they're in the company, that continual improvement of communication between each other, right? Our personality styles, where we're unique for a reason, we need to celebrate that, but we can't celebrate until we understand. And so that's where a lot of people fall short is they don't understand why is this person going into so much detail? I just wanted a yes or no answer. That's just them. And that's not you. And that's okay. And to be able to reciprocate that, that understanding and that respect.
Yes, that's awesome. That's 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 a great answer. We we were kind of joking around before we got on the podcast about the uh, you know our online the old days of online uh, <laughs> classes. And mine was a whole lot different than yours. Ours was on videotape and everything. You mentioned the be kind rewind type thing yeah, and everything. Yes. But you know, was, I mean, this kind of goes way back then. I can remember uh, my neighbors. I sold home video, and they would come to my house and ask me to fix the clock on their VCR. And I'm like, look at mine; it's flashing too. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> so <laughs> so. I, if I had a coach back then to help me to set that clock, I would have, I would have loved that. But you, you actually, I mean, I love what you're doing. And I think that businesses really should take a look at what you're doing and maybe even enlist your services. So let, let's, let me ask you this. Do you have any final parting thoughts that you want to leave our audience with? I'd say the biggest thing is when you think about just all the stuff I've said today, right? There's so many pieces to solve this puzzle. The number one thing is if you can go into it with a mindset of continuous improvement, then you're unstoppable. Because if you go with in it with, I want to improve myself, which means I want to seek more information. I want to seek more help from others. And then we as a collective continue that cycle, then it's only going to grow and you're only going to find solutions and act on those solutions and make progress. I mean, that's the difference between people that just point fingers and blame because they don't think they should learn. They don't think they should grow. And so they stay stuck where they're at versus, no, I know I should always be learning. I know I can always improve. We can always improve. And so we're open to that, accepting that coming into our life's experiences with the people we talk to, the things we hear. Uh, It's just that that's like the number one thing. I think that would be, uh, that's my secret weapon that I'll share with others. (laughs) Outstanding. That's great advice. Clifton, uh, if, if our audience wants to get in contact with you to you know, ask some questions, maybe enlist your services, how would they go about doing that? I mean, you know, the best way I like to connect with people is on LinkedIn because they can see a lot of my content. They can see a lot of my thoughts on paper. Um, and so if they want to find me on LinkedIn, it's just Clifton S, as in Scott, Savage, Clifton S, Savage. Um, that's the number one way to find me. And then, of course, my website, which is serviceleaderssociety.com, and they can contact me through there if they want. But I'm always up for a conversation via LinkedIn first if they feel more comfortable with that. Fantastic. Clifton, we really appreciate you being on the show today. And that is our show for today. So thrilled you all could be with us. Uh, Business Breakthroughs is sponsored by Titan Media Works. Uh, Check us out at titanmediaworks.com. That's Works, W-O-R-X. And also check out all our other great hosts on the Small Business Delivered Network at smallbusinessdelivered.com. Until next time, thank you for joining us. Goodbye.